to McNeil Merlin's podcast. Hi, I'm Nicolette, and this is part two of our conversation about extreme weather. Thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoy the podcast. Extreme weather conditions are happening all over the world, and we are facing many problems with natural disasters. Have you experienced any other natural disasters in your lifetime? And of course, we live in Texas, let alone in Houston. So we got a lot to say about this. I'm going to start with Edison. Go. When I was seven years old, Hurricane Harvey hit as a Category 4 storm. Because it was so slow moving, once it made landfall, it dumped so much rain in our area. Many of, our, of the neighborhoods around us were actually like flooding, and the water came up to a, like halfway in our driveway, but luckily it didn't come in our house. And oh we, we, like, even days after it stopped raining, we could still hear, like, the helicopters passing. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Looking for people in, in the water. That was a crazy time. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I've never felt more scared about rain in general <laughs> than ever yeah. before. And um, I love rain. So. Now, I, I didn't know about this. Like, I thought, like, when it was hurricane, the wind would gush down and, like, it would sweep that away. It was I mean, some parts of the area it did, but, like, for us, it was more of the rain situation that was a big problem. Mm-hmm. Just, um, like, flooding. Yeah, but, man, the, the, as the water level was rising, and then I, I picked out the window, and then you see all the roads are disappearing. Like, it's just flood. It's, it's The water is just coming up and you don't know where's the road or where's the uh, land anymore. Or you don't know where, how high it's going to go. Yeah, you don't know how deep it is either. But about what you were saying about how deep it was, mm-hmm. we don't know how many baby alligators were hiding in there. Yes, <laughs> and you know what? Fire ants too. I did not know those fire ants can swim. <laughs> <laughs> no, what they do is that they make a like a raft out of their own body. Yeah. So they, that's so they, weird. they connect themselves out of their own body so they can float. So they that's can protect so their weird. queens and then their colonies. Which I thought it was very amazing, but at the same time, very scary. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine just like waves coming over the raft. I know. And then like. Or like, like people stepping on it. Right. Oh, I mean, that's, that would be the worst nightmare, like let alone the hurricane, you know? There's like, water up to your legs and then just. Like a couple of minutes later, you have all those ant bites on your legs. <laughs> so you got a baby alligator, a mommy alligator, and fire the, ants. the baby shark, mommy shark, <laughs> daddy shark, grandma shark, <laughs> and and then the fire ants all clucked up in in, in, in a, one a greater flood. area of Houston. So in there one you go. Flood. <laughs> I had experienced a natural disaster called Hurricane Harvey that happened in August 2017. It stayed over Texas for four days and dropped historical amounts of rainfall of more than 60 inches. These rains caused catastrophic flooding in multiple places in Texas. And my parents had to go outside to and um, had to fix something so it wouldn't flood into our house. Did you guys evacuate? No. Oh, okay, okay. Because we were like on a hill. Oh, okay. Man, your house our- is blessed all around. <laughs> Our, you get the electricity, <laughs> you get the... Uh, our house, like, our driveway is very steep. Uh-huh. So, like, the water didn't really come up very high, but... Okay. But, hey, but that's a good thing. That, you know what? That's why you need to... But it was to scary. Do your research when you're buying a house that you can kind of overlook to those uh, 
hurricane. In case of emergency. And I actually was the one who picked out my house whenever I was a kid. Really? Ah, so there you go. Yeah, it was the only house I liked. I would oh. run um, around the rooms and close the doors and open them and run around. No, actually crawl around. That turned out to be a blessing. So there you go. Nicolette, what about you? I too experienced Hurricane Harvey. I remember looking out my window and seeing water as high as my mailbox. Ah, okay. That's very high water. That is very mm -hmm. high water. Did you guys have to evacuate or anything? Nope. Okay, so you guys were blessed too. Did you have to evacuate? No, no. Luckily, we were the only area, that neighbor, that was the only neighbor that didn't flood. The east of us, north, south, and west, just, like, just around the corner, they all flooded. Except, except our house. And I heard same similar situations with the areas around McNeil because on the north where you see the, the Mason area, that place actually flooded. They had to evacuate and all of their homes were destroyed. And <gasps> then the, the one that south of us did too. So, you know, this was a pretty lucky area. Yeah, and we the also central neighborhood. Mm -hmm. And we were, um, we went outside, and then we um, went somewhere where, like, um, there was like a hill. Then we go down, mm -hmm. and then um, the whole place was flooded, and there were boats, and there's like, um, like at least like a hundred people like looking at it. Hurricane Harvey in 2017 lasted six days, making landfall three times. At its peak on September 1st. One-third of Houston was underwater. The flood forced 39,000 people out of their homes and damaged 204,000 homes. I'll say this. My other extreme condition was the heat. And I didn't face that much here, but I faced that when I was in California. And I live in a pretty hot place, in the, which is called San Fernando Valley. That place gets really heated because it's part of the valley. So it, uh, we kind of collect heat. One time it went up to 125 degree. And that was insane. Like, Did you evacuate? <laughs> so what happened is this. Um, my AC did not work in my apartment at the time. What? Now it's 125, right? There's like up humidity. To, yeah, now up to 90s or something, I was okay. Like even though my house room, like house room temperature was 92, like I was still okay. It was hot, but I was okay. I tried More to find like myself to drowning kind of, yeah. in the heat. Mm -hmm. But what happened was is when it's like 120, oh my goodness, you can't stand. And you, there's no way to escape, right? So most of the times like I go to like supermarket <laughs> because they have AC or something or someplace cool. But of course you have to come back home. And what I did is that, luckily, my apartment did have a pool. So I stayed uh, in that pool. You don't even have to have um, the heater so, on so, in the pool. So I, no, so I stayed on the water for like four or five hours. <laughs> like every day, literally, until that heat wave was gone. But that's another extreme condition. During the middle of June 2021, a dome of hot air languished over the western part of United States and Canada, causing temperatures to skyrocket. It reached highest temperatures for June across many states that normally stay cool during summer, causing droughts, wildfires, and even death due to heat-related causes. Many people all over the world is now making their actions to fight global warming and pollutions. We still need to do a better job in taking care of the Earth, of course. So, what are some ways you and your family can do to help? And I'll start with Nicolette. 
More families can use renewable energy providers and electric cars or bikes. Texas can take notes from other states because we're one of the most heavily polluted states. We are. I um, didn't know that. Actually, we have, a, you know, if you have a more populations. It's more polluted. Yeah, it's more polluted. And that's just I the can way see it that. is. Like, you know, California and New York are not far behind. And in Illinois, because we have, they have a lot of population as well. But yeah, Texas, yeah, we're among the state that pollutes a lot. And we need to fix that, of course. Some ways that me and my family can do to take care of the, our earth are reducing the amount of water that we use. For example, we could stop the water from flowing while we are brushing our teeth. Another way that we could help the earth is to reduce paper usage. For example, we could choose email receipts instead of paper receipts. We could also help our earth by conserving energy, for example, turning off the lights when we don't need them. Finally, we could help our earth by planting trees. I like how you say about the receipt, you know, those little things, like little things that we print over and then we discard right after. If we find a way to reduce down our daily usage of papers, you know, even down to those receipts, you know, it can help Earth in a lot of ways. Or with paper, instead of going on to the next page of paper, you can just like, like double cite the paper mm-hmm. right on the back of it. Yeah, or we can, like you said, emails, right? Emails mm-hmm. will help as well. Yeah. So those little things, yeah, it can help. It can go in a long way, you know. And about the trees, like I'm growing, I'm protecting some trees in my yard that just squirrels have put acorns in and forgot about it and I'm also growing um, a tree and I've named it Oakley. (laughs) Let's go with Addison, go ahead. So we all must work together to help our planet. My dad drives a hybrid car and we recycle paper, paper, plastics, and metal. We all try to remember to turn off the lights when we leave the room and turn off the water when we're brushing our teeth. There you go. Sometimes my dad my dad gets his water at night, so he'll like a cup and put the water in it and then keep it running. And I'm like, I turn it off, and then he has to turn it back on, and then I turn it back off because I'm saving the water. Just those little seconds without the water on. This is just for the lighter question. I know we had a heavy topic to discuss right now at this moment, but uh, just for the lighter question, and since we're talking about our weather, what is your favorite weather, and what do you do on your favorite weather day? And you know what? I will start with Addison. Go ahead. My favorites are snow days and thunderstorm days. On snow days, we get to play in the snow unless there are power outages. <laughs> <laughs> and um, we'll build snowmen, like make snow angels, and it's really fun. But on when it's storming outside, I like to just like sit on the couch or be in my room and just like listen to the booming claps of thunder and watch the fascinating light shows. Oh my goodness. So well, you <laughs> I used to what I used to do when it was storming at night mm-hmm. is um my brother's room, my baby brother's room has a very big window, so mm-hmm. we open that, open up the blinds and we um there's a tree in the way. Does not help. But um we would just watch the light through the window and it was so it's so much fun my favorite weather is a warm and sunny day i could do a lot of fun activities such as swimming in the pool riding my bike and playing with my little sister 
I mean, not when it's in the middle of summer, though, because it's kind of hot and humid, yeah. but I like fall and spring, especially like spring or summer in Galveston. One day I went to the beach with um, my family, and we went to Wendy's, and then we played in the water, and it was really fun. So I like all types of weather. I like it when it rains. It makes me feel relaxed. When it rains, I usually watch movies with my family or play tons of board games. Ah, I. You know what? You talked about the board game. May I ask, what's your favorite board game? Monopoly. Do you usually win in Monopoly? Yes. Oh my goodness! That's why you like Monopoly. Yes. Who always loses? My dad. <laughs> <laughs> my speaking of game uh-huh. board games, um. Well, not really board games. Games. Um, there's this really fun card game. It's called Taco Cat Goat Cheese Pizza. Mm-hmm. It's a slapping card game where people, like, you have to say them in order. Mm-hmm. And if you slap a card down and it, like, for example, it shows a taco and you say taco, whoever is the last to slap their hand on the card. Sometimes it hurts a lot, especially when my brother gets it after me. (laughs) But um, whoever gets it last gets the cards, and whoever has the least amount of cards at the end of the game wins. It's a really fun game. It's a fun game. I got that one a couple days ago, and it's really fun. Really? My Mm -hmm. um, mom had two $5 gift cards, and where she got it, um, it was $10. So she got Mm -hmm. a free card game, and it's... Very fun. Oh yeah, those yeah. card games can can go a long way, man. How it's did really we nice. go from extreme weather to <laughs> a board game, right? So there you go. But and, you know, just to support what Nicholas said is, uh, yeah, I like rainy day too because you get to stay home, you get to eat ramen, or you get to like drink hot cocoa, and then you stay warm, and it's awesome. Watch television. Yeah, and you know what I do like during that time, especially when it rains, I play video games. You would have lots of fun with my brother. I probably should. All right, so that was it for our podcast. I thank you guys so much for talking with us. And I thank you guys for listening. And we're signing off. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to our Merlin podcast. For more episodes... You can find our podcast by tuning in from Spotify app or by tuning in from Anchor and other major podcast apps.